Buffet. Anyway. Mike's Daily Podcast. Is it hot enough for you? Wow, 2633 is this episode 2633 in the show called Mike's Daily Podcast. Yes, it's rather hot. We're deciding to try and stay inside, but we'd like to go outside and maybe go for a ride down to the beach. Because that's what we do as Americans in the summertime. Go to where there's water and then we find a towel and throw it on some sand or something similar. And enjoy. Mike's Daily Podcast. But I don't know. We may we may still do it. It's late in the day. Oh, it's after six. So, Mike's yeah, that's not going to happen. Daily but all day today it's been podcast. cowering in the house yeah. with no air conditioning. But the house does have a downstairs area that's slightly underground, so it stays kind of cool in that area. And if you open up all the windows late at night, early morning, and you let all that cold air in, and then early in the morning you shut the doors before it starts getting hot, you can kind of keep that cool for a little bit longer. But dang, it, yeah, it sure is sure is hot so instead of talking about the hot weather like everybody else why don't we talk about what it is today it's creative ice cream flavors day that's right that's what it is creative ice so whatever those ice cream i guess the only one i can think of is the uh, bill and jerry tom and jerry bob and the the, those the ice cream people that Love uh, Jerry Garcia and Dave Matthews. Those guys, they they have some creative ones. <sighs> I guess 31 Flavors tries to because they swap out all their different flavors. But have you noticed how expensive that is lately? It's also National Play Outside Day. <sighs> Maybe not the best idea. And here's today's podcast picture. And apparently today is big with the national, our uh, United Post Office people's, because it's National Postal Worker Day and National U.S. Postage Stamp Day. But here's the most important, the most important day of all today is International Reggae Day. Yes, and that's as close as I get to a Jamaican accent because it doesn't, it's not good when Mike does that. Uh, as was witnessed by in the movie I Love You Man and Paul Rudd saying how he likes to be slapping the bass man. Look, it is Basil, the late great Basil the Boxer. And oh, he would not like the heat. No, he did not. And I would try to hose him down. As much as I could uh, That was also to keep him clean It was a nice way to get You give him a bath on a hot day He stays cooler Plus he's clean And uh, doesn't get the All that dog smell going on With the dog oils and everything And the the fur Yes So getting him Just watering him down But yeah With a boxer You definitely And any of those dogs That have the Less of a snoot it's, it's more compact in the face They can't cool themselves off as well So 
Try and keep them cool. Oh, so there is, I guess the 4th of July is happening, is perhaps what you heard me mention just a little bit earlier. And I had something here about the 4th of July. And this is from the people over there at Mental Floss. Now, Mental Floss is a fantastic magazine. I think it got its start in Birmingham, Alabama. I may be completely wrong with that. And I know Alton Brown, the really funny guy from the Food Network. He's really smart. He breaks down recipes. Go back and watch his 1990s, early 2000s show called Good Eats because he really simplifies recipes for you. So you go, hey, this isn't as daunting. I don't need to run down this laundry list of numbers and ounces. And I don't know how much an ounce is. I don't know how much a half a cup is. Well, I guess half a cup is half a cup, but I don't know. And he kind of teaches you the mechanics behind your recipes. But Mental Floss was something he was a part of. And Mental Floss has this great page. It's their July 4th section. One of them talks about how Pepsi has unveiled the Pepsi-flavored ketchup for the 4th of July. That's going to be at a few ballparks around the United States. I think it's just on the 4th of July. They also have a thing about 10 things you didn't know, probably, about the 4th of July. Uh, One of them being the first 4th of July celebrations weren't much different from today's. After years of pent-up frustration, the colonies let loose upon hearing the words of the Declaration of Independence in 1776. Military personnel and civilians in the Bowling Green section of Manhattan tore down a statue of King George III... And melted it into bullets. Philadelphia Patriots used the king's coat of arms as kindling for a bonfire. And in Savannah, the citizens burned the king in effigy and held a mock funeral for their royal foe. Oh, the podcast picture, by the way. Yes, I I know. Delayed reaction. But the podcast picture is of today. I was down in the, uh, what's that called? The... Uh, Jack London Square area Of Oakland And it was starting to get hot Already then this morning And I got that nice little picture And in the background You'll see the Pasta Pelican Which has lost a good deal of their sign So now it just says Sta Pelican It could be Rasta Pelican That'd be perfect and apropos today Yes, and there is the There's a lot of As we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcastro Valley The last place on earth Anyway A lot of businesses Have closed in Jack London But I'm surprised about A lot of the businesses that have hung on Forge is still there Plank There's the uh, Scott Seafood The other seafood restaurant that are on the water They're still hanging in there uh, The ferry still shows up And the boat Ferry boat picks up people And takes them over to San Francisco A lot of people were waiting for that today There is the Potomac Which is FDR's boat the, His historic boat That he was known to um, Well One particular story that springs to mind Because I watched the Ken Burns documentary he used the boat He told everybody Hey I'm going to be on the boat I'm going to be going up the coast 
and make sure to see the boat as I pass by, kind of like a parade. And sure enough, uh, everybody came out and saw the boat and they thought what they saw was FDR, but in fact, he was not there. He was actually meeting with Winston Churchill uh, across the Atlantic. And this was in preparation for World War II to battle Hitler. And he didn't want to get an out that he was going to be there. So he made the fake, the fake announcement that he was on the Potomac. I'm pretty sure that was the boat. And that's there at Jack London Square. So at some point, I want to take a tour of it. It was abandoned for a while, the boat, the ship. Abandoning the ship. And apparently Elvis owned it for a while. And then it sunk. <laughs> I, it has a very interesting history, and it's there at Jack London Square. So there's stuff like that. There's also a 90s museum, but that closed. So now that's done. There was a decade admiring historic museum. It was all things 90s, but that closed up. So I hope it gets a little more revitalized. We still got the Everton Jones barbecue down there, the Soli Vegan couple famous bars down there but yeah it's not the, the uh what's it the rendezvous where jack london drank the heinholz i guess it's something forget the name of it so the fascinating material project, project. another interesting thing you didn't know eating salmon on the fourth of july is a tradition in new england Yes, oh, I want to move to New England. I love salmon. To serve salmon the traditional New England way, you'll have to pair it with some green peas. And if you're really striving for 18th century authenticity, enjoy the whole meal with some turtle soup. I have never heard, I've, I've never had turtle soup. I've heard of it. And I've known some people that loved it. But I mean, come on, turtles, they're so cute. But I guess at one point that's what people ate And I guess still do Maybe turtles were plentiful But turtles live forever Why are you gonna deny them Their long, long, longevity Being able to live a whole century and more Then the oldest 4th of July celebration Is actually held in Bristol, Rhode Island The shortest 4th of July parade is actually not too far from here in a beautiful area. Oh, I'd like to be there where this is today. Aptos, California. That's right next to Santa Cruz. Oh, it's so beautiful there. The 4th of July parade is just a hair over half a mile long, taking up two city blocks, measuring, measuring just 0.6 miles. Afterwards, there's a party in the park where folks can enjoy live music, food, and games. There are around 15,000 Independence Day fireworks celebrations every year in the U.S. And Americans eat an obscene number of hot dogs on the 4th of July, as you probably know. Americans also spend billions on food to celebrate the 4th of July. When it comes to booze, according to the Beer Institute, yes, there is a Beer Institute, and why don't I have a job there? More beer is sold on and around the 4th of July holiday than during any other time throughout the year. And three presidents have died on the 4th of July. Thomas Jefferson, 
John Adams, and that's an interesting story. Also, I found out through a Ken Burns documentary that I forget which one said it first, but I think Thomas Jefferson knew that John Adams was not doing well. But as Thomas Jefferson was about to die, he said, John Adams still lives. But it turned out he had passed away. Now, I might have flipped those two around, but somebody thought that somebody was still alive and they weren't. There's uh, James Monroe, the nation's fifth president, died just a few years later after Thomas Jefferson and John Adams died. Wow. Also on July 4th. Dang. And there was one future leader born on Independence Day, the country's 30th commander-in-chief, Calvin Coolidge. Good old Calvin Coolidge, CC, was born on July 4th of 1872. Fascinating, huh? Outside a cafe anyway, somewhere in Podcastro Valley. Look who's here. Hello, Matthews. It's Shelly Shuhart, the show supervisor. What I like most about the 4th of July is that it's really hot and there's potato salad and it can kill you. What? Why would that be good? No, I mean, I like that it's hot outside because I like the heat. And I like potato salad, Mike Matthews. Yeah, but you don't like it when it it can turn. It's probably not a good idea to bring potato salad to a 4th of July party, even though that's what everybody does. But it can kill you. I've known people whose families got sick of, from potato salad and wiped out the family. So just be careful with potato salad on the 4th of July. That's what I was trying to say, Mike Matthews. Why do you put birds in my mouth, Mike Matthews? I don't know. My favorite thing about the 4th of July is the song by X called Fourth of July. You will travel into the incredible universe. Oh, Mike, this is Floyd the Floorman. And this is John Deere, the engineer, Mike. Wow, that's a lot of interesting facts about the Fourth of July that you just said. And I listened and I processed in my brain and then had nothing interesting to add. <laughs> Thank you, John Deere, the engineer. That's great. Yes, well, I guess th- <sighs> there are other th- anything else. How did fireworks get their colors? Uh, eight of the best 4th of July states to shop from Solo Stove Sur La Tabla. And what was that? It, oh, five ways to keep your dog calm on the 4th of July. And that actually sounds interesting to me because I don't have a dog. Maybe you don't have a dog either. But perhaps you have a cat. But maybe this will apply as well to cats. But... Yes, they say that exercise your dog, the the exercise, the dog whisperer, rather, Anthony Newman says, canine, um, oh, exercise is a great way to help your dog let off some nervous energy. When Fido is going to be neglected for an extended period of time or around any stressful stimuli, it always helps to tire him out just before, says Anthony Newman, the canine behavior expert. Keep your dog indoors. The head veterinarian and co-owner of Pure Paws Veterinary Care in New York City, Stephanie Liff, says the best way to keep your pet during uh, a fireworks show is inside and away from the windows. If the pet is very scared, an escape-proof crate or sound-insulated room such as an internal bathroom may help to pet help the pet feel more secure. If you cannot keep your pet inside, make sure the pet is prevented from escape. Socialize your dog. 
While your dog may feel more secure in a room away from all the noise, keeping your dog isolated in another room for too long can be stressful for your pet. Release his curiosity and let him in on the fun to run around and play with two-legged as well as four-legged guests, then back to his obedient room, bed, car, crate, or spot. Rinse and repeat as needed throughout the night. Also, it mentions take control of your dog. The best way to keep your dog calm during the chaos is to stay in charge. If your dog winces, shivers, and runs away at loud noises, the last thing he wants is to feel like nobody else is looking out for him. Don't let your dog run rampant around the house or follow him around trying to soothe him. Instead, take control by attaching a super light leash that you can grab and lead him whenever you need. And for extreme cases of nervousness, you should talk to your vet about medication to sedate your dog. I know one year the cat I had, Rodler, the cat, oh, I miss Rodler. He disappeared a couple years back. Uh, February of last year actually Or March We still don't know what happened But he was an outdoor cat And when you have an outdoor cat Anything can happen They're exposed to all kinds of bad elements As anyone who goes outside is But basically Yeah So Rocky the cat Who's sleeping not too far away from me Outside a cafe anyway Where we got a huge fan You can't hear it It's rather quiet Magnification the front panel will close automatically. Please remain seated. The one cat that at Rodler that I had, wow, when the 4th of July happened, he went under the bed and would not leave. So that was it. We just left him alone, checked in on him, made sure he was okay. So best of luck with your pet. Mentalfloss.com is where I got that story. And let's see, do they have any... The, you might want to look up this... Um, Guy, Anthony Newman, the dog whisperer. And he runs New York City's Calm Energy Dog Training. Calm Energy, huh? Or just consult your vet to find out what the best thing is to do. And thank you for listening to the show. I am going to probably do a podcast tomorrow. I'm going to be optimistic about it. You can call me 510-228-4640 if you want to add anything to our show today um i'm just gonna say this real quick i know a lot of you like to watch youtube videos and i'm fascinated by how the youtube videos with the least amount of professionalism of work the most diy like they looked like they were just thrown together recorded and just uploaded and in some ways, it makes me laugh because for years, all we ever saw was the stuff on TV was generally pretty well produced if it was on a major network. Of course, you had your television shows that came from the local cable stations Magnification. that were like Wayne's World that could be bad. But uh, gosh, there's some bad YouTube videos and people love them and they have hundreds of thousands of downloads and views. And, and subscribers, it fascinates me. But that's the world in which we live. I guess there's a lot of more important, fascinating things out there that would probably trump that in a second. But it, it's interesting culturally why people just are drawn to that. And, and the fact that you can just, there is no network of videos 
like YouTube. YouTube.com has got it locked down for all these videos. MTV News. You hear it first. If YouTube decided to kick them off, I guess it's in best, the best interest of YouTube to keep them on so they keep making money off of them. But at the same time, the the yeah, their relationships with all of their quote unquote partners. It's it's the first time something like this has happened at, at this scale, like this, where the common people have the access to this major media outlet. So we'll see where that goes. But I will always be fascinated by it. And with more fascinating ways to reach me and to give me your fascinating comment, why, here's Ariel. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now. Mike's Daily Podcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.